Welcome to New Life Miami, and thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope this word blesses you today. For more information, visit nlmiami.com. We hope to see you soon. And remember, you are loved. here and um, for you guys um, that don't know Eli, Eli's been with us from, from day from day one to, to be honest um, we, we were meeting in Starbucks and I, I remember hearing of Eli's name always mentioned, there's a guy named Eli and, um, and he, his name was always mentioned as part of like eight people that were in a Starbucks in Miami Lakes and it's such a blessing ten years later to still be standing next to someone like this and um, praise God that, that we haven't gone anywhere, but we're going somewhere. Like, in not going anywhere, we're going so, into so many places that God has taken us. And it's such a beautiful thing. And, and I feel like today, as he shares God's word, for me, I don't know if he rejoices in that, but for me, I rejoice in that. Because I remember a young man in a Miami Lake Starbucks, and now he's going to preach and teach the word of God to you. That's an honor, man. You, you guys have no idea what that means to me. It, it's almost for me. It's, it's, it's a greater honor and glory than if I were to even give a word today. It really is special. Um, I know he has this word burning inside of him because he's had it burning now for a few months. Um, from before I said on a Sunday, I think it was um, Easter Sunday, I said, Eli's going to preach soon. And, uh, and, and, and today he's going to preach it. And even from when I said that, he had a word already burning in his heart. And um, I, know, I know it's the Lord's word for us. I pray that you open up your heart um, and receive it because I believe God's going to speak to us through this man in a powerful way. Amen? Amen. So um, let's get ready to get into the word and um, just say a quick little prayer right there in your mind. Lord, anoint him, bless him, speak through him, and rock my world tonight. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Love you. Oh, man. So awesome. Oh, man, it's amazing to be here. You guys are happy to be here today? Amen. I love the two songs that they sang today. It is well, and then they said, drowning in my presence. It is well with our soul when we drown ourselves in his presence. Amen? <sighs> love that. And it's, so, it's like ironic that they're talking about drowning in his love, and I'm talking about love today. So, like, I think that's the Lord, but I'm not saying anything. <laughs> but uh, the Lord, like he said, Rigo said, the Lord's been burning this word in me, and, like, I feel like it's like a fire, like I'm just about to erupt, and... I think the Lord is taking me to like different places of my life and it, it's just an honor for him to let me share this word and I'm honored. So I'm happy to be here and I can't wait to get in his word. Now we're going to ascend. We're ascending. We're going to Israel. So we, we ascend, we fly, and then we land. So now we're going to take off. So take off with me with this word and I won't take too long. Amen. How many of you guys long, how many of you guys love a love story or long to be loved? I show hands. You love a love story or you just long to be loved by the Lord, by someone. All right. Hands started going up. Hands started going up. Amen. The Bible says in Jeremiah 29, 13, if we seek the Lord, we will find him when we search for him with all our heart. Amen. Jeremiah 29, 13. Now, I got a text that I want to share with you guys. If you guys could turn your Bibles to Song of Songs, Song of Solomon chapter 3. And we're going to be reading verses 1 through 5. That's our text today. Jeremiah, I mean, sorry, Song of Solomon 3, 1 through 5. He'll put it up there on the screen. Give me an amen when you're there. 
That's going to be our text, and everything, all the other verses that I'm going to share is going to be complementary to this text. So I'm just going to go ahead and read it. I have it on my phone. I'm going to read it, and then uh, we'll just go from there. It says here, I'm reading from the New King James. It says, by night on my bed, I sought the one I love. I sought him, but I did not find him. I will rise, I said, and go about the city, in the streets and in the squares. I will seek the one I love. I sought him, but I didn't find him. The watchmen who go about the city found me. I said, have you seen the one I love? Scarcely had I passed them by, passed by them. When I found the one I love, I held him and would not let him go until I had brought him to the house of my mother and to the chamber of, he, of her who conceived me. I charge you, O daughters of Jerusalem, by the gazelles or by the dust of the field, do not stir up nor awaken love until it pleases. <sighs> love that verse. What a powerful verse. The Lord's been showing me this verse ever since there was a Wednesday service. Tito shared a verse on Song of Solomon chapter 5, and he talked about being lovesick, and I'm going to get into that. And the Lord led me to these verses, and it's just so powerful. We have a love story here about a beloved and the wife, or you could just call her the beloved, and she's at a place where she's sleeping, and she's longing for this love from her mate, and then she eventually finds him. But in the beginning of it, it says, by night on my bed, I sought the one I love. She began to seek, and she didn't find. So she had a, a sleepless night. How many of you guys had a sleepless night where you're like, man, I didn't sleep good, whatever it is, raise your hands, show hands. You had a sleepless night. Whether it's I got a lot on my head, I got anxiety, I'm facing a lot of problems, or whatever it may be, you just had a sleepless night. You could relate to this woman in the story, and I definitely could relate to it because I know what it feels like to have a sleepless night. Most of you guys know my story. Like, you know, I had a divorce, and um, that really kind of rocked my world, but I really think the Lord did more of a blessing than it was a curse in my life. And I'll tell you why. Because in the beginning of it, I look back and I'm like, man, like, what happened? Things didn't just work out. And right after my divorce, I had a sleepless night. Sleepless nights. Tears. I would drop off my daughter. Tears on the way home. Tears. Crying. I had more tears to catch. And I know what a sleepless night feels like. I can relate to this woman. She lost her love. I lost mine. Well, in the physical form. Sleepless nights. Tired. Weary. Didn't even sleep for many days, cried many days, hurt, in pain, in turmoil, not knowing where to turn, not knowing where to go. Just like this woman, she's like, I'm seeking, but I don't find them. My love was gone. It, it was lost. Like this woman's love. The love left. But in that, the Lord begins to knock at our hearts, amen? So I did go through a troublesome sleepless night. But the Bible says in Revelation 3.20, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and what? And dine with you. So in this sleepless night, the Lord was already calling me. He was saying, come, come, come. And I believe that's just so powerful, so amazing, that in the moments where you go through your most difficult time, the Lord is there to show himself faithful. Amen? Yes. I think that's all we need. It's for the Lord to show himself faithful and, and to remain in that love. Amen? In Luke 15, these are complimentary verses, so I'm, I'm going to be going back to Song of Solomon 5. In Luke 15, you guys can turn if you like. Luke 15, verses 13 through 16. 
we have here the prodigal son. Most of you guys know the story. He'll put it up there. I'm going to read the, the four verses. It says, and not many days after, the younger son gathered all together. The father gives him an inheritance. So the son takes an inheritance. He journeys to a far country, and he wastes his possession with prodigal living, useless living. But when he had spent it all, then arose a severe famine in the land. He began to be in want. Then he joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed the swine. He was feeding pigs. He left his dad. He spent all his money, and now he's here feeding pigs. Verse 16, and he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, but nobody gave him anything. So we see here the prodigal son has sleepless nights, right? He leaves the father. He goes to a far-off country. He spends all his money on wild living, and he has many sleepless nights, just like this woman. Prodigal son has sleepless nights, sleepless nights, sleepless nights. But what's crazy is, if you see by the end of both of these stories, with the beloved, her beloved was there waiting for her the whole time at the end of the story. With the prodigal son, the father was waiting with open arms the whole time. But here they are in a sleepless night. They have sleepless nights. That's where they're at. We're at the point of these stories where they have sleepless nights. Stay with me here. We're ascending. So, what we can say about both of them, the Shulamite woman and the prodigal son, they would never find their joy without their beloved. So that's the place where we need to find today, that our joy is found where our beloved remains. Amen? For the Bible says, Psalm 1611, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. So yes, I went through a divorce. Yes, it was tough. Yes, it's been three years. Yes, it's been long and hard. But guess what? That's where my happiness was found. But look, take me to the place where joy is found. Amen? That's the place I want to be because that can't, take, can't be taken away from me. That remains. Stay with me here. We're going somewhere. Amen? So my question to you today is, have we, as a people, as a body, have we neglected this love? Because I remember when I was going through my tough time, there was moments where I neglected the love of God, the love of people, because I was going through my trouble moment. So have we, as a body, as a church, have we, can you say, you know what? I think I've neglected the Lord because of what I'm going through. Maybe I'm praying, but I'm not really giving it my all, like what I shared when I opened it up. Search for God with all our hearts. Have you been there? Are you guys there now? That's what the Lord wants from us. Because that's the place where we're most joyful. That's what we need. Amen? So, I only got three points. The first point was sleepless nights. My second point is stay in his love. Stay in his love. That's point number two. Stay in his love. Turn to me to Song of song, uh, chapter 5. Song of Solomon chapter 5. Chapter 5, verses 2, 2 through 8. When you're there, give me an amen. That way we're all on the same page. Amen. Solomon 5, chapter 2, verses 2 through 8. Now here, in chapter 3, before we read, in chapter 3, she was at a place where she was seeking, 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 seeking. She finally found the beloved. Here, the beloved begins to knock. Remember I shared that verse, the Lord knocking on the door. If you open up, he'll dine. Let's read it. Watch this. The Shulamite says, I sleep, but my heart is awake. It is the voice of my beloved, 
He knocked, saying, open for me my sister, my dove, my perfect one, for my head is covered with dew, my locks with the drop of the night. She says, I've taken off my robe. How can I put it on again? I've washed my feet. How can I defile them? My beloved put his hand by the latch of the door, and my heart yearned for him. I arose to open for my beloved, and my hands dripped with myrrh. My fingers were liquid myrrh on the handles of the lock. I opened for my beloved, but my beloved had turned away, and he was gone. My heart leaped up when he spoke. I saw him, but I didn't find him. I called, but there was no answer. The watchmen who went about the city found me. They struck me, they wounded me. The keepers of the walls took my veil away from me. I charge you, O daughters of Jerusalem, if you find my beloved, tell him I'm lovesick. That's what Tito shared. I think it was like probably like two months back he shared on being lovesick. And just a, a testimony. I was there in prayer that day, and I'm like, Lord, like, Lord, what? man, I'm going through this pain. Like, I'm still hurting from this divorce. I'm still hurting. And I remember one girl, she begins to pray, you know, out loud. And she's like, be with the one who has, like, old scars. They're beginning to kind of ooze out. And that prayer was for me. And I went up to her after. I'm like, that prayer, that prayer was exactly for me. Because I feel like I'm still dealing with my divorce. And it's still oozing out for my wounds. That was me. That was me. But we go back to the story. And we see this woman where she's asleep. But she's a, she has a sleepless night. She, she knows somebody's at the door, but you know what? She's not going to open it. The, drip, the door latch is like with oil. If you, begin to, if you begin to study the scripture, it's almost like if you put oil on a lock, it's easier to what? To unlock it, right? So she's like, oh, I hear, his, I hear my beloved, but you know what? He'll still be there. I don't know about you, but the Bible says, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. We need to seek him while he may be found today. We can't be in a sleepless state where oh, I don't got myself so comfortable. That's what the lady did in the story. She got herself real comfortable and she put herself in a position where I'm nice and cozy. I'm not going to put my robe on again. I'm not going to put my shoes on again. And sometimes spiritually, we do that. I did that. You know what? I'm dealing with this divorce and you know what? The Lord's chasing me, right? You know what? I'm comfortable here. I want what I want. I was the right person. This, this, and that. I'm going to make myself comfortable. You know what? The Lord will be found when I seek him. He's always there. Seek him while he may be found, the Bible says. So she gets like a revelation. Oh, my God. He's at the door. So she runs. She begins to open up the door. The oil's there. She probably smelt his aroma. But he's gone. And it, if you read the story, it says it was at night, if I'm not mistaken. She begins to go into the town, and she begins to look for her beloved so she runs into a, couple, a crowd of people, and she's like, if you see my beloved, tell him I'm lovesick. Tell him that I'm lovesick. And if you, if you study the word beloved, it means greatly loved. Not only loved, but greatly loved. So I felt like that on a Wednesday service when Tito preached it. He talked about being lovesick. So I'm here praying, and I'm like, Lord, I'm lovesick. Lord, like, Lord, when am I going to move on? Lord, when am I going to find the next woman? Lord, when am I going to, like, finally put the seal in this envelope so that way we could ship it? Lord, when, when, when? And I'm like, Lord, I'm lovesick. I'm lovesick to move on, like, to finally meet somebody else and, and sell off into the sunset. And the Lord's like, you're, you're, you're listening to the wrong call. You are lovesick. You actually, you're at that right, Eli. You're lovesick. But you're actually, you're lovesick for me. You're lovesick for me. Oh, I got it. I was lovesick, but I was lovesick with the wrong thing. 
I'm lovesick for him. He's at the door. There's sweetness. There's an oil. There's an aroma. And he's waiting. He's waiting here. So in this story, she's at a place where, like, she's kind of, like, fumbling between her and her beloved. You know, it's kind of like a marriage. You go through hard moments, and you want to walk out. There'll always be. That's where she's at. And we're called the bride of Christ. And sometimes we could get to that place too, right? So, so powerful, so amazing. So as we continue on, I say you should stay in this love because Romans 8.38 says, and I am convinced that, ne- that nothing can separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, no angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. You remain in this love because it's inseparable. That's what the Lord was telling me when I was lovesick. Stay in my love. Why? Because it's inseparable. No matter what you do, I will still love you. That's the kind of loving father that I am. Amen? You need to remain in this love. Remain. Remain. In John 5, 6, it says, the guy that been, he'd been uh, going through a condition for 38 years, it says here, when Jesus saw him lying there, he knew already how long he had been in that condition. And he said, do you want to be made well? That guy's been ill for 38 years. Talk about my divorce, 38 years of pain. My divorce is nothing compared to what he went through. 38 years. But if you look at that word new, that means he cares. That's what that word new means. He, he understands how long you've been. He understands my divorce. He gets what, what I've gone through. And he's there with me. That's what that word new means. Amen? That's what it means. And what's so amazing about the Lord is that even in that, he provides a comfort. He provides a comfort in those days. Amen? So, uh, one of my favorite scriptures is Psalms. Because David, he went through a lot of things. So we know the life of David. He's, to make a long story short, he sinned with Bathsheba. And he, she, he caused the husband to be on the front line. So the husband passes away and he sins with Bathsheba. But check this out in Psalms 51, what he says. Psalms 51, verse 11. It says here, do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. So this is almost the time, like right after he committed these two sins, he committed adultery, and that's his prayer. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. If you begin to study it more and more, it's almost like he's saying, you could take everything away from me, right? But don't take the Lord away from me. Don't take away his presence from me because that's where my joy is found. If you take this away, then I have nothing. So, yeah, my, my divorce is okay compared to his presence because that's not being taken away. Amen? Oh, man, bro. How many of you guys love the Lord? How many of you guys are receiving today? Help me preach it. Help me preach it. Help me preach it. Help me preach it. We're sailing. We're sailing. I'm almost at my point number three. We're sailing. Another reason why we should stay in God's love is because, like I said before, his love never leaves us. Deuteronomy 31.6 says, Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them from the enemies. For your Lord, your God, he's the one who goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Oh, my God. 
He will never leave you nor forsake you. Even in what I went through, oh, especially of what you've gone through, he's not going to leave you. It, I like diving into these words because it, it just gets me so fired up. The word, you know what the word never means? Under any condition. No matter what condition you've gone through, he ain't going to leave you. The word forsake, you know what it means? If you translate it today, it means to walk out on. It also means to leave high and dry. My divorce is right there. It's right there on the screen. But guess what? The Lord will never leave me high and dry. The Lord will never forsake me under any condition which you've gone through. He's not going to leave you. You kidding me? The Bible gives us a promise of that. We know that in Deuteronomy 31.6, amen? So amazing. So amazing. In Song of Songs 5, this woman, she was lovesick because her beloved left her, right? But we see in Song of Solomon 3, now she's saying, don't awaken this love. Don't even wake this up. Where it says, don't stir this love. That means she's found a place where her beloved, where she's like, I don't want no interruptions between me and my beloved. It's almost like you're frying something on a pan, and it says the instructions say for it to sizzle, let it sizzle. That means don't touch it. Because if you touch it, you can interfere with what's going on. She's, she's at a place where she's found her beloved, and she's saying nothing get in the way between me and my beloved. I found my joy. I found his presence, and nobody's going to interfere with it. No sin, no person, no nothing. This love is, is remaining, and I'm going to stay in this love. Amen? That's the place where the Lord wants to take us today. A place where we can go in his love without awe and remain there. Remain there. My God. We're about to touch down here. We're, we're coming down. You guys still with me? Amen? You guys still with me? Everybody loves a good story, right? I love a good story. Don't give me a bad ending. Please don't give me a bad ending. If you know some of my close friends, I always go on Rotten Tomatoes. Before I see the movie, if it's not 90 or above, no, I can't see it. Sorry. Sorry. I need a good ending. I need a, not a good ending. I need a great ending. 90 or above. Give me 90 or above. Okay. No, I don't. Let's go see the movie. 90 or above? All right, let's go. I'm not even going to question you. That's just the way I am. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so as, as we're flying down, we're coming down. Now we're descending on this plane that I told you that we're, we're taking off on as a body, right? My last point that I want to share with you is arise and seek wholeheartedly. Arise and seek wholeheartedly. We've opened up with that, that memory verse. Those who seek me will find me when they seek me with all their hearts. All. All. It's so amazing because at many times I could come to the point in my life where I could lack faith, right? And there's many moments where like sometimes I don't seek and sometimes I fall short. Especially when we're going through something that's tough, I realize those are like the, one of the hardest moments to actually seek the Lord. At least for me as well. But it, it's amazing because my, my little daughter, Charlotte, she's five and she's been having bad dreams. Like lately every day she, and then we'll pray for her bad dreams when she goes to sleep. So every day we'll pray, Lord, take these bad dreams away. That way she wakes up and she's not like startled. 
So the other night, we're about to go to sleep, and she's next to me, and it was a long day. I don't think I was tired, and we forgot to pray. So we were laying there, and then I shut off the lights, and then we go to sleep, and then she's like, I'm going to have bad dreams. I'm like, why are, we gonna have bad, why are you going to have bad dreams? Like, I know we forgot to pray, but why are you going to have bad dreams? We forgot to pray. She believes that if we pray, the bad dreams go away. What an awesome faith that I lack at times. A childlike faith, a faith of a mustard seed. I'm like, wow, that really encouraged me. I'm like, I'm going to use that when I talk. That is amazing. Sometimes we need to be like a little child, the Bible says, to enter into the kingdom of God. Lord, give me that faith. What? But we pray it will come to pass. That is amazing. Oh, man, hallelujah. My God, I love those songs. Luke 15, as we touch down here, Luke 15, verses 13 through 18, we see the prodigal son at a different point in his life. I'll read it. And not many days after, the youngest son gathered all together. This is after he wasted his money on wild living. He journeyed to a far country, and there wasted in possessions with prodigal living. Continue on. But when he had spent it all, there arose a severe famine in the land and began to be in want. He fed the swine. We see where he goes from here. Verse 18. Verse 18. Let's go to verse 18. I will. Somebody say that. God bless you if you arise. I've been through so much in my life. I've done the wrong thing. I went to a distant land. I spent my money on wild living. But you know what? I'm coming to a place where I'm going to arise. 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 And go to my father and will say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of the hired servants. And he arose and he came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion. And he runs and falls into his embrace. He falls into his embrace. Amen. Oh, I don't know, Tito, you want to go on the guitar? Or, um, I'm almost done here. <sighs> he falls into his embrace. If, if you begin to study that scripture, it says when he came back, the beloved was waiting to receive him. It was almost like he's waiting here the whole time. It's almost like for me, I'm praying, Lord, I'm lovesick. And the Lord is like, I'm waiting to receive your embrace. I'm right here waiting to give you a hug and a kiss. And, and the Bible says he fell out. That means like he almost tackled him to the ground and gave him a kiss. Like, I've been longing for you to come to this place. That's the place where the Lord's taking us today. But what? We got to first arise, amen? That's the place we got to come to. We must arise. We must ascend, amen? We have to come up from where we once have been. Sometimes Things get in the way of our lives where we find it difficult to arise. And we find it hard to get up from the ground from a difficult situation, from anxiety, from other stuff that we're facing. And sometimes we can't get up. But the Bible says, well, there's two or more. His presence is there among you. 
So remember I started off and I said, I look back and I'm like, I had many tears and I had many cries and all this stuff in my divorce. You know what I look back, I look back now, you know what I say? The Lord never left me. He never forsook me under that condition. He was with me. He was with me through prayer. He was with me through my brother holding me and crying. He was with me through my, my friend that I could go and talk to and vent to. He surrounded me with his angels. Now I arise. His presence is available today. There's more than two here. He's abundantly here today. Amen. He is abundantly here and he's waiting for us to arise and to fall into his embrace so he can hug and kiss us where there's no one that's going to be able to stir it. I'm staying in this love and I'm going to arise and give him my all. That's the place where your joy is found. You guys are liking joy today? Sometimes I do. Fall into his embrace. Amen. That's the place where love is found. Amen. Things get in the way. Problems may come, right? But you arise. Amen. It takes the faith of a mustard seed. Arise. Arise. Come. Like Rico shared, show yourself faithful and he will show himself faithful. Amen. The woman bleeding 12 years. She was bleeding. She had bleeding for many times. Long times. The Bible says she finally came to the point where she sees Jesus in town. She's like, I'm not going to miss this opportunity. I'm going to seek him while I what? While I can find him. So the Bible says there was crowds and crowds where she kind of like dwindled her way to the crowd and she touches his, the hem of his garment. Garments are long. She must have been on her knees trying to touch that garment to, to find her healing. And she touched it and she she just escaped right back into the crowd. Nobody's going to see me. The Lord's like, power went out of me. And the disciples are like, are you kidding me? There's so much of a crowd here. Someone touched you? He goes, yes, someone touched me. And power has left me. So she comes and she said, it was me. It was me. Many times we could come to the point where we're we're in God's presence, right? We're, we're, we're in his presence, but we're kind of like fumbling with it. We're just rubbing on Jesus. It's time to start touching his garment, amen? Let's touch his garments. That's the place where the Lord wants to take us. Oh. Zacchaeus in the tree. A guy who's been a chief tax collector. He's been in sin. He does the wrong thing. And Jesus comes in town. So he what? He arises. He arises what? He arises the sycamore tree. And the Bible says, Zacchaeus, I must come to your house today. Get down right now. And he makes things right with the Lord. And guess what? He, the Lord falls into his, into his embrace and he takes him home with him. Don't we see in Song of Songs where she says, I found the one I love and it will not be taken away. And this one's coming home with me. This love is coming home with me. Let's read back Song of Solomon 3. Let's close with that today, amen? Seek him while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Song of Solomon, chapter 3, verse 4. Let's read it and let's close here. She finally finds, right? But in verse 1, she seeks him and she doesn't find him. Go back to verse 1, Rudy. 
she seeks him and she doesn't find him. Right? So she seeks a second time. I sought the one I love, but I didn't find him. But when I found the one that I love, that's the place where she sought diligently. That's the awe that the Lord is asking of us today. That diligent seeking. When I found the one that my soul loves, I held him and will not let him go until I had brought him to the house of my mother. This love is not going anywhere. I'm staying in this love and I'm not leaving this love. Amen. That's the place where the Lord is taking us to. Amen. The Lord just wants us to give us our all. We can't fumble with the Lord. Sometimes we fumble with the Lord because of what we go through. But we can't because that's the one who loves us. Amen. That's the one who longs for us. Amen. There's a story about a guy. And I'll close with, with two more points and that's it. There's a story about a guy who, who's a famous juggler. So he finally retires. He puts all this money in a diamond. Thick diamond. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to sell off. I'm going to go to Europe. I'm going to retire. So there's some kids that are on the boat. They're juggling too. They're juggling like oranges. So he's like, let me see that. Let me do that. So he begins to juggle. He's a famous juggler. And he does it perfectly. So he begins to get a crowd. And then he says to the crowd, wait here. Let me, go to my, let me go to my room. I'll be right back. So he comes back. He gets this diamond. And everybody's like, ooh, this diamond. So he gets a diamond. He throws it in the air. Catches it. Throws it in the air again higher. Catches it. So he's like, they're like, don't do it. You told us your story. You're going to retire with this. Don't do it. He's like, this time I'm going to throw it out of sight. Oh, my hands never miss. So he throws it up. High in the sky. And he comes dwindling down in the sun, shining. And right before he caught it, the, the ship lurched. And it fell into the water. I want to share that story because sometimes, like, we could kind of, like, juggle, like, our relationship with the Lord. And the Lord wants to take us deeper. And this is something that's so important that we can't. You know, there's so much stuff going on in the world. We can't. We can't wait. Seek him while he may be found. Call upon him when he is near. This love is waiting for us to receive him. Amen. We must seek him without all because that's the place where we find him. I remember before I got hired as a fireman, when I walked into the interview, I took a deep breath. I'm like, Lord, it's been five years, six years. I've been looking for this job, Lord. Right before I walked in, the Lord just gave me a calm. And he's like, it's not up to them to give you this job. Yeah, you've been waiting a long time, but it's up to me to give you this job so I walked in with a peace and a calmness and it was just so we do the interview and then I told them like they asked me why do you want to work here I'm like oh I know this guy and I know that guy and then they're like oh well tell me their names I guess they thought I was lying so I told them their names and I I'm like look you guys been interviewing all day you guys are 800 candidates that you're interviewing I'm probably like number 200 you're only gonna hire 120 I'm like look I'm gonna leave you with this you guys are probably tired Drinking coffee, I'm like, I'm gonna leave you with this. If you guys hire me, I'm gonna give you my all. I'm gonna give you my everything. And I really meant it like that. And they, they really knew I was serious. Guess what? The Lord gave me the job. But I've been longing so long for at a time where I was divorced. Now the blessing comes. 
that's fine. I'll take it, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. It didn't come when I was married. It came now. And I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful because I gave my all. That's what the Lord is seeking from us today, that we can give him our all. One last verse, if you guys can stand with me. Psalms 27, 8. Let's go ahead and end with this. Psalms 27, 8 says here, Here's David again. Here he's in the Psalms. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. I will arise. I will come forward. I'm not rubbing off on people no more. I'm touching the garments. I am touching him. I am not leaving without my blessing place where the Lord is taking us today. Amen. Oh my God. Listen, brother. Let's go ahead and just uh, let's continue to come before the Lord. <clears throat> so beautiful. I want you just to examine your heart, examine your walk, examine your love, his love, examine, just examine the context of what he spoke about with your own walk with the Lord. If you need to close your eyes to concentrate, you can if you need to. But just examine that. So much of what was said struck and I don't want to overwhelm what he's already spoken about. But it's special to read that one passage in which when she says, you know, my lover tried to unlatch the door. Right before all that, she was talking about how she was sleeping and her heart was yet awake. So there was a belief, but yet there was sleepness going on in her. And this could deal a lot with our spiritual walk and what that means. But we could believe and our hearts belong to God, but yet we're sleeping in areas in which he wants to make alive and deepen. She said she heard his love, that her lover were knocking calling I love that he's calling and knocking he's crying out to to her and he this is what he's saying open to me my treasure my darling my dove my perfect one that the Lord speaks that over us my head is drenched with dew my hair with dampness of night and then she responds to the beloved as she I've taken off my robe you're asking me to get dressed again? I've already washed my feet. I'm going to get them soiled and dirty again. And the love, beloved was not happy with her response. So she, he reaches and tries to unlatch the door. And as he tries to unlatch the door, her heart begins to see deeper of how much he wants her. That she says, my heart thrilled within me, the NLT says. So I jumped up to open the door for my love and my hands began to drip with perfume that the beloved left behind. And my fingers dripped with lovely myrrh as I pulled back the boat. I opened to my lover, but he was gone and my heart sank and I searched for him. 
couldn't find him anywhere so I began to call to him there was no reply the night watchmen found me as they made their rounds they beat and they bruised me and they stripped off my veil those watchmen on the walls she was taken advantage of make this promise oh woman and then he says she says this if you find my lover after getting beat and bruised tell him that I am weak with love that I am love sick I want you just to to really as we close off just to look deep within because this passage is so beautiful it's so powerful because the first thing I recognize is this that his love chases me and in chasing me he's left a residue because there's been moments in my life where he has chased me and I've been sleeping does not mean that I don't love him it does not mean that my heart was given to others I was just still I was sleeping I was in a comfort place in a sense of I guess I've reached the place of where I am well at but it says that the beloved left the residue and she touches it and something springs up in her as she touches it that it says that her hands are filled with perfume he leaves a residue and I believe that it's the Lord teaching us and speaking to us that when you taste that which is good you will only find satisfaction with that one good thing but sometimes you know we see in scripture that he first chased us so that we could finally come to a place to taste and see that he is good and then when we put our tongue to it and when we put our nose to it we taste and see that it is good and something springs up in us from his chasing us and from him leaving forth a residue thank you lord that you love me enough to leave a residue that i could smell it taste it and see that it is good that it causes something in me to become alive to now become the chaser that chases after you that runs after you so now his goodness moves me to run and to chase him and 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 I, and I was listening to someone speaking this and and I've been preaching here in church that the definition of fullness is not necessarily that I'm filled but that I'm overflowing and how come many times we're not satisfied and, and, and we come to this passage and and I say let his filling of his goodness be where I finally find satisfaction that when I taste and I see what is good that then there that's what I long for I long for every day of my life and that is the only place where I find true and full satisfaction it is from tasting and seeing his goodness on a daily basis so I chase it and I run to it because only in that am I satisfied so every day I'm running to the arms of my beloved where goodness is found and I see it and I taste it and it makes something become alive in me again. Psalm 34, 8 says it. Taste and see that the Lord is good. And it doesn't end there. It says, blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. That takes refuge in him. That says, this is home. I've tasted and seen the goodness of my beloved and here is where I will take the embrace of his arms and I will be no more like Eli shared I will give it all to him so that there I will find satisfaction everything can be said about me everything could say I was losing 
everything could be said that I was not winning. But man, I'm winning now. My resume look like, may look like a disaster. What people say about me may look like a disaster. But when you look closely, there is one that has found me and that has trapped me in his arms. And I have found the goodness of the Lord there. I have tasted and seen his goodness. And I will never, ever want to be removed from this place again. My beloved has found me. And I've ran and I have found him again. I want you, if that's you today and you know that this word spoke to you and maybe this speaks to something personal in you, I want to give the ability to pray for you today and pray over you today. Maybe we'll close off, we'll just, let's close off with a, a quick song and I want to pray for Sophie as well before we leave. I'll share with you now, but, but before we do that, if you know that this message was for you and, and this stuff is, 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 is calling you now, like, like what Eli said, arise, arise, and that means something to you, arise. These points means something to you. you you know what it is to have sleepless sleepless nights you know what it is now having having nights of, of loss of sleep and, and that's more of a lifestyle of sleepless nights that that you know now what it is to to experience and taste his love and and the call to stay in his love to finally get to that place that in his love you arise and you seek him wholeheartedly all the days of your life and this stuff is something that that is personal to you i, I want I want, as Tito sings, and, and we just enter real quick in a few minutes of worship, if you need prayer in any of this, I'm going to ask you to come up here. We want to pray for you. We want to pray that something would arise in you, something would awaken in you. I pray that you would touch, beloved, that you, that you no longer touch his residue, no longer, but that you finally fall into the embrace of his arms, that you finally take refuge in him. Don't just be satisfied with the residue that is left behind many stay there but come on how many of you know you know God's calling you to to arise chase him and find those arms that trap you and there there find your refuge if that's you today we want to pray for you the altar is open let's go ahead and pray for you real quick and Tito will sing a song and 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 we'll give this part where we say Lord here I am I arise and I give it all to you just like my brother spoke today if that's you come up and I'm going to ask Eli if someone comes up here to have the freedom to pray over you and that what he has experienced and the truth that which has become truthful to him that he would pray and speak it over your life today so let's go ahead and just sing one last song to him and let's go ahead and enter into this worship into this call of Lord I'm not I'm getting past the door I'm getting past the residue I, I want to I want to come to that place where I find refuge in you I want to trapped in your arms and that's a place where I always want to be come on let's sing this song to him and, and glorify him <laughs>